The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Investment advice offered through Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor. Welcome back to Financial Focus Radio Show. Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management has offices in Bend, Eugene, and John Day, serving clients from all over the Northwest. Give us a call today for your free retirement review. Now, back to the show. Uh, welcome back to Financial Focus. Thanks for joining us. My name is Tyler Simonis. That guy over there, Josh Spicoli Finelli. I love that reference. Josh went to Summit and rolled up in his... Uh, VW van back in the day. It was a Subaru Outback, but... Oh, well, it's a better story. It was a VW van. It was the Bend version of the VW. Yeah, exactly. No, it should have been an Audi, because that would be the Bend. That would be the Summit High School version. That's the new Summit. That's uh, the Orange County version of Summit that exists now. Yeah. And I'm making fun of Summit, knowing knowing you should know my kids go there, and it's it's very weird when you walk in the front doors at Summit High School. It's... uh, it's uh, it's it's pretty interesting. It's like it's like Laguna Beach. Yeah, yeah the OC. <laughs> uh, all right, enough digressing about Summit High School. Um, this is interesting, and I uh, this stat for all of you out there that think you can be stock pickers and be good at it, and you're doing yourself a favor. We met with a lot of you in 2021. Don't do it. Stop doing it. And some of you out there that I know that listen that are wealthy people that. Uh, uh, have done it and own a bunch of names and did okay, um, and y- you know you're you're looking at your returns or your results in a vacuum. Uh, just stop doing it. It, it. And it's it's not it's not based on my opinion. It's literally based on you know now almost a hundred years worth of data. So uh, this comes from a lot of different companies. This one I'm looking at is Bloomberg. But so four out of every seven common stocks. Uh, that have appeared in the you know, stock market database since 1926 have lifetime buy and hold returns less than a one month treasury. So four out of every seven stocks, their lifetime return is lower than a one month treasury, risk free as you can get. That's as risk free as you can get a one month treasury. Uh, when stated in terms of lifetime dollar wealth creation, the best performing 4% of listed stocks explain the net gain for the entire U.S. stock market since 1926. All other stocks in the stock market collectively matched treasury bills. So let me say that again. Since 1926, 4% of the companies that trade on the stock exchange account for all of the excess returns. Every other stock did as well as a one-month treasury bill over the lifetime. So that being said, why do you think you're going to know the names? And, and here's the deal. I'm here to tell you, like, there are picks that you can make. And I've, I'm 46 years old, almost 47 years old, and have fallen into this trap uh, for half of my – or more than half of my professional career in this business thinking like, oh, look at this great business. We do it a trading. lot. We do it a lot in the office. <laughs> and, we, and it happens all the time where it's like, you know, I look at these unbelievably wonderful businesses that are trading at relatively cheap prices. And here's the problem. Most of my money is in a taxable account. So that's where I, you know, so that, you know, where I'm doing my investing, my active, like every Friday I put money in the market. Um, that's where I want to do it. But the problem is I know that if I just own the market, it's going to be any name that I can put in there. I mean, maybe if I find that those names that are 4%. And so there might be, I might pick a stock I might, you know, that would have done great over a significant period of my investing career. But if I hold on and live long enough, the market will inevitably beat that stock. And well, so, especially when you factor the tax considerations in. And, and that's ultimately the, yeah. the, because in my case – I don't want to then sell this stock, even though I know the S and P's beating the stock, because I don't want to pay the taxes. So then I'm trapped in this name, and you know it, it's even worse. So let, you know, let's say you somehow bought Apple when it went public and held on through the huge eighty percent declines and all that stuff. Uh, then yes, you you know, 
But most people have been, you know, bought Apple way since they went public. Most of the excess returns came a long time ago. And there's just no chance. Apple's a wonderful, awesome business. But there's no chance in hell that over the rest of its lifetime that it's going to beat the S&P. And it's not my opinion. It's just facts. Well, and we go and we see a lot of portfolios and people will have, you know, their, their portfolio itself will kind of represent the data and that they have four out of every seven of them are just absolute or their position, individual positions are just absolute dogs. And they maybe had that one Netflix that was the flyer and carried their performance over the last 10 years. And you're in the process of watching it mean revert. And you were unwilling to realize the actual gains that would have given you the actual quote alpha above the index uh, when you wanted to. And now you're going to hold on to it and watch it mean revert. And it's and a you're face end up, Yeah, and it's a face ripping mean reversion. And you're going to end up underperforming the index because you didn't, a lot. you didn't take the gains when you when you ultimately should have. And, you know, that's easy in hindsight, obviously. But uh, that's kind of the reality is the longer you drag the time horizon, the more likely you, you are to underperform. And that's we watch it play out. And it's quite interesting, actually. I mean, it's the data just isn't wrong. It's indisputable. Uh, but we get to see it borne out in portfolios that we see all the Every time. Every time I want to do it, I have to slap myself in the face. Okay, so let's talk about... Um, you know, orders of different accounts. So when you think about, you know, you make whatever amount you make on any annual basis and you think, okay, well, what's my priority of where I'm going to save my money? And so we thought it'd be good to do a segment on, you know, how, how to think about that priority of saving money. So the first place you need to think about saving base on a financial plan is your emergency fund. So, you know, because having money in that emergency fund, that means when you, you know, need to paint your house, new roof, whatever, all the emergencies that come up in life, you have the cash to do it. You don't have to raid retirement accounts. You don't have to put money on a credit card to do it. You have the emergency fund that is the sort of baseline of a, of a financial plan in the most important part. Once you get that filled up and everybody's emergency plan has to be a different size, but minimum six months, preferably 12 months, even better if it's 18 months worth of living expenses in a emergency fund in a money market where you know a dollar today is going to be a dollar tomorrow. Um, and so that's priority number one. Once you get that thing filled up, then you, uh, if your company has a match on your 401k, you need to at least get the math. So you need to contribute to your 401k such that you're getting the full math because that's free money, right? If they're going to match you uh, dollar for dollar up to the first four or five percent, obviously that's something you have to do because they're just giving you free money uh, to to put money in the in the plan. Uh, the next level would be the high interest non-deductible debt, right? So credit card debt, anything that's non-deductible. We know that student loan, you know, mortgage debt is all deductible, but anything that's non-deductible, high interest, namely, that's going to be credit card debt. Uh, that's the next thing you need to focus on. After that, if you qualify uh, for a Roth IRA, now, not everybody qualifies for a Roth IRA because they have there's income limits. But if your income limit is under the amount, um, and it just changed again, I think it's something like $145,000, uh, you, you can uh, contribute to a Roth IRA, uh, and that's with after-tax money. Um, the next one, and this is another one that you know uh, not everybody has access to, you have to have a high-deductible health insurance plan. We have one of those here. Uh, and so we have what's called a health savings account. Uh, and so the next level would be to a health savings account. Uh, I just literally uh, on Friday uh, moved my full contribution this year. The family max is 7750 into a health savings account. And I'm going to look at it's triple tax. You know, you get the tax deduction. It grows tax uh, free. And then when you take it out, it's tax free. So it is it is awesome. It's and, and as long as you tax free, if you take it for uh, health care purposes. Uh, I, for me, it's my sort of version of a Roth IRA because I don't qualify for a Roth. The next thing you should be uh, contributing to is a taxable investment account. So if you're married, husband, wife, you should be pouring money into a taxable investment account and invest that money in tax-efficient exchange-traded funds that track indexes. And remember, you have access to this money all the time. Uh, and then the next and final step would be, once you get all those things done, is to, if you can do it, max out your 401k. So obviously, all of these levels require different amounts of incomes or ability to save. And I know those things can be mutually exclusive, um, but that's sort of how you should think about saving. Uh, because some people have a really hard time about prioritizing where their monthly savings should go. Uh, and so if you, you know, you can email us if you want that list. I can send that out via email. 
Okay, if you'd like to sign up for our e-newsletter, Josh and I did one last week. We do one in the middle and end of every month where we talk about markets. We get a little bit more specific as, as to how markets are affecting our clients and our client portfolios. But if you want to be added to that list, uh, we'll send that via email. Go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Send us an email. Just say, add me to your e-news list. When we come back, since it's New Year's resolution time, we thought we'd talk about investment resolutions. So stick around. Get your free one-hour retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988. Mattress and Furniture would like to thank you for over a decade of shopping at their Ben location, right next to Nike and Columbia. And now to better serve our friends in Redmond, Eagle Crest, Prineville, and surrounding areas, Cascade Mattress and Furniture is celebrating their second location in downtown Redmond with a year-end clearance sale. If you've ever wanted to experience every option from Tempur-Pedic, check out the huge Tempur-Pedic gallery. During the year-end clearance sale, save at both locations with $500 off floor samples. New in-stock mattress from the best brands Tempur-Pedic, Sealy, and Stearns and & Foster. Plus, get up to $300 in free accessories. Don't miss year-end clearance savings at Cascade Mattress and Furniture in Bend and now in downtown Redmond. Everyday value warehouse prices, Cascade Mattress. CascadeMattress.com or call 678-REST. Central Oregon is a great way to describe where we live. It's centrally located, close to mountains, rivers, lakes, and within just a short drive of the beach, too. At Thomason Auto Group, they're just like you. They like to get out there and enjoy what this part of the world has to offer. But getting there should be part of the adventure, too. Thomason has hundreds of great cars, trucks, and SUVs handpicked so pretty much anything you're looking for is in stock and just waiting for someone like you to go out and enjoy your next journey. Because the journey is just as important as the destination. Thomason Auto Group is family-owned with locations in Bend and Redmond. They're close by and ready to help you find the right vehicle to get you out there and enjoy the great Central Oregon outdoors. Enjoy the journey with a little help from Thomason Auto Group. Online at Thomason.com. I didn't think it was possible to meet someone like Susan. We just clicked after realizing we each have a strong sense of self and share the same core values in life. After taking our advanced personality test, Daniel and Susan matched on Silver Singles, the secure dating site for 50-plus singles who know what they want. Sign up today at silversingles.com slash romance. That's silversingles.com slash romance. Eight actors representing true customer testimonials. Names have been changed. Individuals and businesses with tax problems. Listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, U.S. Tax Shield can help you take back control. The IRS can seize your bank accounts, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Our team of tax attorneys can stop collections and get you protected. U.S. Tax Shield offers a price protection guaranteed quote to get you protected today. U.S. Tax Shield is A-plus rated with the BBB, so call 800-466-9625. U.S. Tax Shield, 800-466-9625. Financial Focus Radio Show is online all the time via iTunes, Spotify, and Spreaker. Catch past shows online or by finding us on iTunes. Uh, Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on Financial Focus Radio. Uh, If you'd like to take us up on a free retirement view, one of us will give you an hour of our time. Maybe if you're lucky, both of us. If you're really rich. No, just kidding. We'll give you an hour. I last got sidetracked. Uh, we'll give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life. So if you have at least $500,000 of investable assets, call the office, 800 
uh, or send us an email by going to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Actually, I don't even care about the really rich. Just really interesting is what I want. Yeah. Well, you know, we enjoy those meetings. An, an interesting well. appointment, yeah. Because uh, some of it can be a bit boring, right? Yeah. Not the ones you have because you're so, you're so dynamic. I know. Right. You and the 74 <laughs> cups of coffee you drink. <laughs> um, this is uh, something Josh shared with me. This comes from where the FT, yeah, Financial Times uh, newspaper. Um, so what's interesting is, uh, you know, 2021 was the last year of these unprofitable technology companies that are growing like crazy had banner years for stock performance. And the sort of poster child for those stocks was a lady named uh, Kathy Wood, who ran ARK Investments. The ARK Innovation Fund was her flagship product, which gathered tons and billions and billions of assets uh, and, you know, had unbelievable performance. And she was buying all these businesses that had uh, pro- no profitability, no prospects for profitability way out into the future. And I think it sort of called the market peak when um, she was on with CNBC on a Zoom call and, uh, you know, up popped the, the notification on Zoom that, uh, you know, that she was going to, her hour was almost up and that if she wanted to have more uh, time on CNBC via Zoom, she would have to pay for it. And her number two holding was Zoom and she wasn't even paying for it. That was to me the, 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 top, uh, the top of the market. But that was pretty, what, that was inter- pretty great. I remember that day well. Is those stocks have all rolled over, some of them down 80, 90%. And I, I want to remind people that just because the stock's down 70 or 80% doesn't mean it can't go down another 40. So just, just remember that. An Airbnb down as much as it is doesn't mean it can't go down another 50% and still be expensive. And well, so, don't perceive the degree to which a stock or the percentage to which a stock has fallen with value. That is definitely not the environment that we live in today, and so many people do it. Uh, whether well, professional or just individual retail investors, but they look and they say, oh, and I can remember myself doing this as a teenager in my early 20s, like, oh, well, look how far it's fallen. It, it's gotta imagine cheap, how much right? money I'll make if it gets back to where it was. <laughs> and that is a very, very easy temptation. And it's just a corollary to that whole idea of anchoring when people are reticent to sell something because they watch it fall and they're anchored to what they bought it for and they're going to wait until it gets back to the price that they paid. Uh, but getting back to the... What my point went before Josh took us off the reservation. <laughs> um, so, so the the cap the public markets, meaning the stock market, um, has traded these securities, these unprofitable businesses down. Have you know, Kathy Wood's fund was down seventy percent last year. All these things have just gotten obliterated, rightfully so, right? As in a, raising, a higher rate environment, these stocks are going to be have very difficult time staying in business. Um, but what's interesting is the private equity world, the venture capital world, where tons of money is still being allocated, doesn't have the same mark-to-market uh, expectations that the rest of these company has. And so they're still showing prices that make absolutely no sense. And they're sh- essentially showing their investors either no return or a slight negative return when they're the same exact businesses. In some cases, their uh, profitability prospects are even worse. And so I'm only bringing this up because there's all these sort of ads on CNBC. And I know Josh talked about this last week uh, that, you know, you can invest in private equity or private real estate and, you know, it's not correlated to the market. It's all the same. Math is math. You know, just because there's no they can make up the price that they think it's worth doesn't mean that's the actual price if they were to sell it. So this is a market that is riskier than because there's no liquidity. And so it, it, it's it's crazy to me, but you know the SEC is worried about my email signature font versus this stuff. is It's crazy to me. Okay, so it's resolution time. Obviously, exercising more. Everybody, I know my gym is full of those people that are going to become the rock, uh, and I know that I won't see them in two more weeks. Uh, everyone wants to eat healthier. They want to lose weight. We'll spend more time with family. I don't know if my family wants to spend more time with me, but I certainly do with them. Uh, those are all the most popular resolutions. And in the investing world, instead of resolutions, we come up with forecasts. Where is the S&P going to be? What's the Federal Reserve going to do? What's the economy going to do? And all of those forecasts get tons of attention, but you should all be ignoring them because they're almost always incorrect. Uh, It was interesting. Uh, most strategists, most Wall Street strategists last year predicted 7.5% return, and they expected the S&P 500 to have earnings growth of 8%. Well, we know that what actually happened was the S&P lost 20%, and we saw 11% year-over-year uh, earnings decline. 
Uh, and so obviously it's really difficult to predict markets. Markets are forward looking. Predictions are hard, especially if, about the future. If you want an example, 2021, 2020 was the perfect example of not being able to predict what was going to happen. 2020, uh, we saw real, US, real GDP and S&P 500 uh, fell. Uh, earnings fell while stock prices surged higher. No one would have predicted that confluence event, which is pre precisely the point. So, you know, if I told you in, on March 1st, uh, we're going to see earnings decline precipitously, GDP decline by almost a trillion dollars in one quarter. What do you think stocks are going to do? Everybody would have said go down, but guess what happened? They ripped higher, and so did real estate. So predictions, especially in the short term, are very difficult. If you give me a long enough time horizon, I will get you, I will get you a, a, a proper. Uh, so what should you do instead? I, and this is the res these are the resolutions. You should embrace risk. What do we mean by that? Embrace risk that makes sense, right? The longer time horizon you have in the stock market, your better chances, you have much better chances of making money. Uh, so you should be embracing risk. Play the long game. Uh, again, you know, there's definitely periods of time where we're going to see uh, earnings decline and the S&P 500 decline. Um, but it's not different this time. If I were to say to you, what do you think? Great American businesses like Costco, Nike, McDonald's, you think they're going to make more money in five and ten years than they do today? Most people would say yes. Guess what? Their stock price will be higher, and that's true of the rest of the market. Don't get in front of the machine that is the American system. It's worked really, really well for a long time and will continue to work. Uh, diversification, that's another um, – resolution. Most of you think that you're diversified, but when Josh and I do our free retirement views and we look at portfolios, they are not diversified. Nobody owns small cap stock explicitly. Nobody owns mid cap stock explicitly. So diversification for a lot of you means seven different large cap growth funds. That's not diversification. They all own the same things. Um, but you know that that's one of the other ways that you can sort of smooth your returns and also improve them, which I think most of you, that's what you're after. And then lastly, focus on what you can control. So many people, uh, you know, when markets get volatile, their response is to do something, right? Because in most of your life, when there's a problem, if you do something about it, that's how you fix it. And investing, that's not the, that's not the case. So in, in all of your life, in school, in athletics, in work, the harder you work, generally, the better the results are. In investing, it's just sit there. It's, it's own high quality and let compounding do its thing. And so focus on what you can control, how much you can save, uh, where your money's allocated. You can't control the stock market. Just know over time that it's going to go higher. And if you think that some reason this time it's different, you're wrong. All right. If you would like to be part of the program, you have a question for us, a comment, give us a call. 877-670-7117 or send us an email by going to our website northwestquadrant.com when we come back we're going to talk about the Secure Act 2.0 there's some interesting changes in there you'll want to know about stick around sign up for our e-news today get the latest thoughts on the market every other week from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management delivered right to your inbox the short five to six minute video helps you keep up with the market. You can always watch past videos on YouTube or NorthwestQuadrantWealth.com. Mattress Express, you can rest assured that the new year will be great because we have the mattress of your dreams to make your nights more comfortable and your days more productive. Shop today and get incredible savings on top name brand mattresses like a Sealy Posturepedic Queen for just $4.99 or a Sealy Hybrid Queen for only $6.99. Your best day starts with an even better night's sleep. Start your new year with a new mattress from Rice Mattress Express, now open in Bend. Great things happen with extraordinary sleep. We can do more, go further, 
be better. Tempur-Pedic is the most highly recommended mattress in America, which is why Rife's Mattress Express keeps them in stock so you can find the perfect mattress. Shop Rife's Mattress Express today and get a $300 gift with your purchase and zero interest for 60 months. Get your best sleep with a new Tempur-Pedic mattress from Rife's Mattress Express. Now open and bend. Today I'll get a workout in at the fitness center. Tomorrow, maybe some rafting on the Deschutes River. Or I could go for a swim and spend the afternoon by the pool. It's pretty easy to fill your calendar when you live the life you love at Stonebriar. Walk the nature trails at Pilot Butte, or maybe give Tracy a call. We can go shopping in Bend on Saturday. Sunday, read a book on the deck. And after an active day outside, you come home to gorgeous resort-style one, two, or three-bedroom with cook's kitchens, spacious bath, full-size washer and dryers, computer labs with free internet, covered parking, and my fur babies. Pets allowed. Stonebriar is currently accepting applications. Their beautiful landscape grounds feature two clubhouses and are on Highway 20 near 27th and Bend. Google Stonebriar Apartments for details. Stonebriar, professionally managed by Norris and Stevens. Stonebriar Apartments. The best of resort living. High Desert Chamber Music invites you to the next event in their landmark 15th season in Central Oregon, brought to you by Mission Building. The next concert in the HDCM Concert Series features resident group and crowd favorites, the Crown City String Quartet. They're regularly featured in a number of concert series in Southern California and around the Pacific Northwest. Don't miss their annual appearance in Bend this season. This concert is brought to you by the Pine Tavern Restaurant and takes place on Saturday, January 14th at 7.30 p.m. at the Unitarian Universalist Fellowship of Central Oregon. Details and tickets at highdesertchambermusic.com. Title sponsors include Mission Building, Miller Lumber, German Master Tech, Pine Tavern Restaurant, Hayden Homes, Cascade A&E, and this station. High Desert Chamber Music. Come hear the music. Today could be your lucky day. Indian Head is where the winners play. If you want to win, you've got to come in to Indian Head Casino. It's Indian Head Casino's $195,000 wild ride and winnings giveaway. Win your share of $195,000 or a Ford Bronco Sport. Today could be your lucky day and head is where the winners play. And every Friday and Saturday, win your share of $28,000 in cash and prizes in our Wild Ride and Winnings giveaway drawings. Start earning entries now. Win cash. Win bonus slot play. Win a Ford Bronco. It's Indian Head Casino's $195,000 Wild Ride and Winnings. Today could be your lucky day. Indian Head is where the winners play. Today could be your lucky day. Indian Head is where the winners play. Total cash prices in January and February. See Players Club for details. The mission is clear. Give honest, transparent analysis and actionable advice every week. Make sure to connect with us on YouTube and get our twice-monthly e-newsletter. Welcome back. If you want to sign up for that e-newsletter, Josh and I do a video in the middle and end of every month uh, where we talk about what's going on in capital markets, especially it relates to how we're managing money in our clients' uh, portfolios. So if you want to get added to the e-newsletter list, go to our website, send us an email, just uh NorthwestQuadrantWalt.com say add me to your e-newsletter list and that's the only we'll send you not because we wouldn't like to send you more just because we're too lazy to come up with more content and doing videos is much easier than writing uh, so this is interesting uh, you know Josh's buddy Elon Musk why my buddy <laughs> I don't know because you guys I don't know it seems like you guys would be buddies yeah <laughs> <laughs> I would be buddies if I could go on his yacht uh, so anyways, you know, he's been very critical of the Fed raising rates. Uh, Tesla stock is down over 70 percent from the November 21 uh, peak that it saw at its largest drawdown in the company's history. Uh, it actually saw a big drawdown of 60 plus percent in uh, 2020, obviously during COVID, 53 percent in 2019, 2017 and 2019. Um, and so, you know, Elon Musk tweets out uh, Tesla is executing better than ever. 
uh, we don't control the Federal Reserve, the real problem here. And so <laughs> instead of Elon laying blame on the Fed, uh, I think the bigger factor ignores what happened in 2020. Um, Tesla stock in 2020 was up 743%, but its revenue was only up 28% that year. And so uh, it was trading at a sales ratio of over 30 times, which is impossible for it to ever grow into. And so um, I, I would remind people, you know, that are in this cult stock, just because, it's, you know, why why would Tesla be worth more than Toyota Motors? Like what, they, they make a fraction, you know, they make less than a third of the amount of cars that Toyota makes. And and so, you know, other companies are getting space like unless Tesla gets does different as a business model like Amazon did, uh, you know, it's it's w still after down 70 percent, still wildly expensive. I think it's important to also sort of remember and we've brought up this analogy a few times is the nifty 50 where better analogy would be think of cisco cisco yeah, or, C. or microsoft yeah so the microsoft is probably the best one because people know so microsoft in the year 2000 was a great business and uh you know its stock traded a ridiculous multiple not as bad as tesla now but a ridiculous multiple uh over the next uh 15 years they grew earnings by over 15% per year, yet the stock didn't go anywhere. So they were just like Tesla, Tesla will continue to grow earnings. But if you buy something that's too expensive and rates are going, how can I make money? You're just not because the price, whether it's a stock or a house, and you know, all these people piling into Tesla, you know, this FOMO stock and everybody had to own Tesla. If you pay too much for, I mean, what what was Tesla going to do? Make every car that anybody in the world drove? Well, and at one point uh, last year, you're paying 25 years worth of sales for Tesla. And, uh, you know, two years prior, the market had priced it at about two times sales. And that's about what most other automakers trade at. You know, and tuck Tesla probably has levels of technology to say a Porsche or a Toyota, but they should all trade probably at similar price to sales multiples. And well, newsflash: the car business is terrible. Yeah, well, of course. I mean, even the quote Tesla with the highest margins in the car business. <laughs> you know, we can talk about whether or not that is from the uh, tax credit itself. But uh, the point is, when you're paying 25 years worth of sales for a business. Think about what that ultimately means. And, you know, we've talked about that a lot as it relates to so many different companies. Many were trading at triple digit price to sales multiples. Would you pay 100 years worth of sales for a business and expect to make money with that purchase? Of course not. All right. All right. So price matters. Don't forget that. It doesn't matter what the business is and what they make. Uh, so let's talk about the Secure Act 2.0, which is now law. It's the law of the land. So the first Secure Act. Uh, was signed by President Trump, and it changed RMDs and a lot of other things. Uh, and they just recently, at the end of last year, signed Secure Act uh, 2.0 into law. Uh, and it, and it, I think the biggest change – well, there's a lot of changes, right? So I think the biggest change would be uh, to the RMD rules. So, Josh, why don't you go through – well, what's our RMD, and then what, what are the changes that are being made to the RMDs? Well, so no one – the biggest, most important thing what's out here – What's an RMD? Uh, required minimum distribution. You know, previously, the, the latest SECURE Act meant that the year you turned 72, you were required to start money to, – to start taking money from uh, traditional retirement plans. Uh, the biggest point here for listeners is – um, no one is going to have to start taking required minimum distributions in 2023. So, but if you're already taking them, you still have yeah, to keep taking. Yeah, if, if you already started taking them last year, uh, keep going at your. You're basically grandfathered into the old laws, but no one is going to have to commence uh, required minimum distributions this year. So that should be a takeaway. I know we had some people that were scheduled to start them this month that we already had to turn them off because the law took effect as part of that omnibus funding bill. But uh, if you were anticipating starting to take required distributions this year, uh, you don't have to. You can take money from taxable savings if you have it. So the new age for RMDs is 73, up from 72. So two years ago, it was 70 and a half. And then it went to 72. Now it's 73. Uh, it's going to uh, 75 by 2033. Um, the other thing is failing to take it. Used to be a, you, there used to be a 50% penalty if you didn't take your RMD. They now reduce that to 25% of, of the RMD amount not taken. Uh, and the penalty is reduced to 10% for those IRA owners that uh, withdraw the RMD amount 
you know, if they get it right in a timely manner, meaning if they, they notice their mistake and fix it. Uh, so that's the biggest change. Um, you don't the new RMD required minimum distribution age is 73. For those of you that are you know younger, uh, that's that is in our opinion good news. Uh, the next one is higher catch up contribution limits. So, uh, Josh, why don't you go through the the uh, and this starts in in 2025 the catch up, uh, uh, higher contribution catch up limits. Starting uh, in 2025, if you're between the ages of 60 and 63 under Secure Act 2.0. Um, you're going to be able to contribute the greater of $10,000, and that has an inflation index component to it, or 150% of the regular catch-up. So that's 11250 um, For simple plans, uh, individuals are able to contribute the greater of 5000 or 150% of the regular simple catch-up, which would be 5520 in 2023. So uh, they're adding a bunch of extra juice here for people that are just in those couple years pre-retirement 60 to 63 but uh, as with a lot of the provisions within the secure act 2.0 they sort of phase in uh, over the years to come so there's not a lot of consistency between now and basically 2025 as all of these different provisions uh, are enacted gradually yeah it's all phase in like in if you're over 50, there's a thousand dollar catch-up contribution limit, um, but in 2024 it's going to be indexed to inflation, meaning it could potentially increase. The other thing uh, th that employers can now uh, match on Roth accounts in a 401k plan. So previously, all the matching contributions had to go in the traditional side of a, of a 401k. Now employers can match the Roth side of the 401k. And that, that's effective immediately. Yeah. So, but you know, I, there's going to be a lot of. Uh, implementation time for here because that stuff got pushed through so quick i don't know necessarily that plan sponsors and providers were really ready for it oh uh, yeah they can they can easily you can easily do that uh qualified charitable distributions qcds the beginning this year if you're over 70 and a half you may might you can elect to have uh, part of your qcd uh one-time gift up to fifty thousand to a charitable remainder uh unit trust a charitable remainder annuity trust or a charitable gift annuity uh that's different um, automatic enrollment and automatic plan portability for those of you that are further away uh, uh, from um, and then student loan debt starting in 2024 employers will be able to match employee student loan payments with matching payments to a retirement account you want us to do that for you uh, giving an extra incentive um, and then uh, 529 plans after 15 years 529 plan assets can be rolled to a Roth IRA that's a Big, big one. Yeah. Uh, subject to annual Roth contribution limits and an aggregate lifetime limit of 35000 Also, that auto-enrollment beginning in 2025, new 401k and 403b plans are required to include automatic enrollment for all eligible participants at 3% contribution limit. So we'll continue to bring we'll, – we'll probably get more granular. We sort of ran out of time in this segment, but we'll continue to bring up the changes to Secure Act 2.0 because there's a lot of them, and it's going to affect our business. And so – uh, we need to make sure we keep you in the in the know. All right. If you want a free retirement view, give us an, a call. If you have at least $500,000 of investable assets, we'll give you an hour of our time. The number here is 800-743-0988 or send us an email. Go to northwestquadrantwealth.com. Get your free one-hour retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review, 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988. Disasters happen, and Oregon faces a range of disaster threats, including earthquakes, floods, and storms. You can prepare now by taking three important steps. Step one, contact your insurance company to make sure you have the right amounts and types of coverage. Step two, create a home inventory by taking photos or videos of your possessions in each room of your home. Step three, Gather and make copies of important identifying and financial documents. Store them in the cloud or another secure location. These three actions can help you and your community 
be more resilient in the face of disaster. Be disaster ready by being insurance ready. Visit dfr.oregon.gov slash prepare now to learn how. This message brought to you by the Oregon Division of Financial Regulation, the Oregon Association of Broadcasters, and this station. Today could be your lucky day. Indian Head is where the winners play. If you want to win, you've got to come in to Indian Head Casino. It's Indian Head Casino's $195,000 wild ride and winnings giveaway. Win your share of $195,000 or a Ford Bronco Sport. Today could be your lucky day. Indian Head is where the winners play. And every Friday and Saturday, win your share of $28,000 in cash and prizes in our Wild Ride and Winnings giveaway drawings. Start earning entries now. Win cash. Win bonus slot play. Win a Ford Bronco. It's Indian Head Casino's $195,000 Wild Ride and Winnings. Today could be your lucky day. Indian Head is where the winners play. Today could be your lucky day. Indian Head is where the winners play. Total cash prices in January and February. See Players Club for details. Hey, there's a lot of cool stuff out here. Where are you? In Wilson's Furniture Warehouse. There's too much stuff. One-of-a-kind's discontinued models and old furniture friends. Well, why don't we offer up the sweetest deals of the year and empty the place out? Perfect. The warehouse clearance sale at Wilson's Redmond and Wilson's Mattress Gallery Bend. Save up to 75% on brand name mattresses and power adjustable bases right now. Take advantage of Wilson's deepest discounts on instant comfort, heirloom, cluffed, and martial luxury mattresses. Save hundreds of dollars, even thousands. Special financing and always free delivery. See store for details. The warehouse clearance sale is on now. Better get in here. Prices subject to stock on hand. At Wilson's of Redmond, Wilson's Mattress Gallery Bend, we've got the furniture and mattress for you. Keeping it local since 1962. Cozy up with friends and family this winter at Stoller Wine Bar Bend, centrally located at the Box Factory. Recently named one of the best wine bars in Central Oregon, sip award-winning wines, along with an assortment of perfectly paired plates, beer, delicious wine-inspired cocktails, and non-alcohol beverages. What are you waiting for? Grab your friends and head to the Stoller Wine Bar Bend. Open Monday through Saturday until 9 p.m. and Sunday until 7 p.m. with live music on Thursdays. your free retirement review meet with a northwest quadrant investment advisor today for free it's our offer to you as a listener to the show call us today to schedule your portfolio review 800-743-0988 again 800-743-0988 welcome back thanks for joining us on financial focus radio we appreciate you spending some of your weekend with us uh, Josh, who's going to win the college football playoffs? Georgia, of course. Yeah. It'd be cool if TCU won. Like all their like, smaller linemen and stuff and all those kids that didn't get recruited by those big-time schools. I like when those kids win. It's a Sonny Dykes. Dykes was a cow, right? Yeah. How but did his first year, I mean, to make it to the finals is I mean, awesome. Is it that difficult to win at Cal? Yeah, they can't. Well, they got all the smart kids, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Marshawn, like Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> well, okay, touche. <laughs> what? <laughs> Marshawn's smart in his own way. <laughs> He's street smart. Every, uh, every time they say that about Kyle, you're like, but. <laughs> I can't imagine him going there. Right? Well, have you seen? The funny thing is when they show pictures of him, like when he was in the Rose Bowl, He's so much smaller. Yeah, he, I mean, I really like him. He's he's oh man, he's so funny. Hours and hours of entertainment, you know, on the football field and off. But uh, Sonny Dykes, wow, good job with TCU. Yeah, that guy gets fired up. Too bad the Ducks didn't get him. He could have stayed in the Pac-12. But it's just really, I mean, that's an indictment of the Pac-12 that uh, lower tier coach leaves the Pac-12 and goes and makes it to the playoff from the Big 12. Well, USC obviously got Lincoln Riley from. Texas, so it's you know, they, but he's going away after know, next year. Oh, so come to come to the Pac 12 and then get paid. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, so yeah. this is interesting. Lumber prices are are the lowest level at, at the lowest level they've been, they've been since June of 2020. If you remember that, that was right after uh, COVID had started, and everybody thought the world was changing and uh, for the worse, and lumber prices fell out of bed. They're down 80 percent from their peak in 2021. Obviously, that has to do with uh, home builders' confidence index uh, and the demand in the in the housing space. Um, it's really interesting, though. You know, you look at all of the indicators that are the housing market uh, are are headed south, but when you look at price, it really hasn't meaningfully moved yet. Uh, and so it's going to be really interesting to see. There's not really a lot of transactions. Obviously, the transaction volume is way, way down for mortgages and for real estate transactions, but it's <clears throat> it will be very interesting to see. Obviously, with higher rates, we have to have a reset of everything, and uh, you know, real estate isn't immune to, to the economic laws. But like you've told me, you know, with there's not been a lot of distressed sales yet, and when there ultimately are, that will be maybe a new reference point. But, uh, you know, when you look at actual delinquent mortgage delinquencies are declining, which is another one of those contrarian data points where you're like, start three and a half percent, where man. you start convincing yourself, like, wait, is it soft landing? Uh, maybe Josh, it's time in the market, not timing the market. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's tackle some email questions. We got an email from Liz. Liz says, I'm reaching out to you guys, RE529 plans. Uh, I may be late to the game considering I have a junior in high school and an eighth grader, but but is the plan something I would set up uh, through my advisor or do on my own? If I do on my own, do you have any suggestions? I'm still learning about how the, they work and their benefits. I know I also need to sync up with my CPA. So, Liz, uh, here's the deal. Uh, you're right. You are late to the game considering you have a junior in high school. And so, um, you know, Josh uh, has two 529 plans for his kids, but they're three and a half and six months old. I have two 529 plans. I have a senior in high school and a sophomore in high school. But uh, I, the benefit for me on the 529 for both my kids happened over the last teen, you know, 15, 16, 17 years. Uh, as I was able to take advantage of the of the market doing a bunch of the work for me in terms of saving um, because you have a junior uh, he or she there's no way I mean it doesn't make sense for you to put money in a 529 uh, because you can't you can't get the the there's no sort of tailwind of markets to be able to help you on your savings so what I do is probably just uh, create a uh, an account that you have that's separate uh, for your for your junior in high school and and just put it in the money market, knowing that you're going to finally you will get some yield in the money market, but knowing that you're going to use it uh, for college uh, for your kid. Uh, the eighth grader, it's dicey. I mean, some people would say, well, you know, four and a half years, you might, you know, uh, you could put it in the most conservative allocations. I still probably wouldn't for an eighth grader. I mean, if you look at I mean, so if you did it for an eighth grader, you'd want to put it in a relatively conservative allocation but not intermediate term bonds. So that's the difficulty. Like when I look at my kids' plans, uh, which are at Vanguard, and Josh's kids are at Vanguard, when you look at the age-weighted, meaning having Vanguard do it and make it more conservative as you get closer to needing the money, in Vanguard doing that, they put the the safe money in bond funds that have done extraordinarily badly uh, because they're intermediate bond funds. They do have a accumulation fund in there, that's which is where I put my uh, senior in high school's money, uh, most of his money, um, because he's going to need the money in, in uh, a short enough time. Some apparently these colleges are accepting his uh, his application, which is surprising to me. But apparently they they'll find out when he shows up on campus, <laughs> and he's Jim Belushi. No, uh, but yeah. So so it's one of those things. Your eighth grader, if you're going to do it, you 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 know there is a little bit of a benefit, um, but uh, you know the the. The way to take advantage of a 529 plan is to, and, and really get a lot of the maximum benefit is to start it pre five years old. And as soon as you get their social security number, that's the best time to start it because time is on your side uh, when it comes to uh, investing. All right, we got a Jeff here in Ben. Jeff says, uh, when the stock market is as volatile as it's been this year, is it better to invest in individual stocks like the ones you've been talking about in your value segments, i.e. Procter & Gamble, Johnson & Johnson, Costco, or buy diversified ETFs, seems like it would be better off buying individual stocks that will do well versus overall market, which will go down. The near-term data is maybe supportive of your thesis in that active managers had a great year in 2022 relative to the index itself, uh, but 
over the long run, we know that they will be wrong, and the data is quite definitive. Uh, you know, the index itself is going to it. We talk about this so much, but the index itself will evolve to reflect the preference of the market. You are not the one that has to be right. The reason that they individual stock picking uh, as an individual or paying an active manager to do it will fail is because being consistently right is what's going to be difficult. And uh, it, that's I've heard that thesis a lot over this year. You know, you buy the defensive names, of course, is the intuition of people. Uh, but and it's maybe correct in the very near term, but you're not going to be right when the cycle turns, uh, and hence all roads lead to indexing. Well, it's human nature to want to know what you own, right? So, like when people talk about real estate, it's like, oh, I can go and touch it. Well, you know, when they buy Procter and Gamble, they they use their products, and so it makes them feel good. But uh, and, and so that's human nature to, to know what you own, like a Johnson and Johnson, and know what they do, and see their products, and use their products, uh, as opposed to some very abstract S and P 500, and not really know what's in there. Um, but but uh, you know the reality is, if professional money managers, Jeff, meaning the ones that get paid lots of money and have lots of resources, can't beat the benchmark, guess what? You're not going to either. Sorry to tell you, buddy. All right, that's our show this week. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, we'll be here next week. In the meantime, remember. Buy low, sell high. You've been listening to partners of Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management on the radio show, Financial Focus. Remember, you can email or call with your questions anytime during the week. Visit NorthwestQuadrantWealth.com for more information. See you next week on Financial Focus. Any opinions expressed herein are given in good faith and are subject to change without notice and are only correct at the stated date of issue. Past performance is not always indicative of future results. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Securities, financial instruments, or strategies mentioned may not be suitable for all investors. Prices, values, or income from an investment mentioned in this report may fall against the interest of the investor, and the investor may get back less than the amount invested. This material does not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and is not intended as a recommendation of particular securities, financial instruments, or strategies to you. Before acting on any recommendation on this material, you should consider whether it's suitable for your particular circumstances and, if necessary, seek professional advice.